time for you to step off the addiction roller coaster for good and learn a solution that works. Join addiction experts, hosts of the popular podcast, The Addiction Solution, and authors of The Freedom Model for Addictions, Mark Sharon and Michelle Dunbar, to learn a solution that will provide you and your loved one freedom from the addiction battle for good. It's called Families Moving Past Addiction Masterclass, and it's a live online exclusive event where you'll hear information about addiction we guarantee you've never heard before, and that's great news. If you love someone struggling with an addiction, then this masterclass is for you. For more information or to enroll, click the link provided and register soon for the date that works for you, because each class will be limited to just 50 participants so we can best serve you. Hi, all you wonderful podcast listeners. This is Michelle just reminding you that if you live here in the U.S., we're happy to ship you a free paperback copy of the Freedom Model for Addictions, Escape the Treatment and Recovery Trap. All you have to do is go to freebook.freedommodel.org. We ask that you just pay for shipping. If you live outside the U.S. and you want a free PDF, you can email me at info at thefreedommodel.org and I will send one to you. Thanks everyone for listening. Welcome to the Addiction Solution Podcast. I'm Michelle Dunbar. Enjoy listening and watching as addiction experts Mark Sheeran and I cover controversial as well as helpful topics on addiction, how to move past it, and other related subjects. As two of the co-founders of the Freedom Model, Mark and I will give you a completely new perspective on the topics that matter to you. We will take to task the Recovery Society's lies and misinformation and replace them with facts, research, and the methods to move on from addiction struggles without 12-step meetings, rehabs, and the shackles of endless recovery. Let's escape the treatment and recovery trap together and learn to be free. Welcome to the truth. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Addiction Solution. I'm Michelle Dunbar. And I'm Mark Sheeran. And we are the authors of The Freedom Model for Addictions and Freedom Model for the Family. Yep. Along with Stephen Slate. Always got to give him props. That's right. Stephen is, uh, is a pretty remarkable dude. <laughs> <laughs> so so today's uh, podcast, um, we we're trying to think of topics this morning. And I thought about the fact of everything that we're working on right now uh, to try and fill a certain need. So let me tell you a little bit about that. But um, the topic is going to be how uh, families uh, of, of a loved one that has a substance use problem sometimes will b just by sheer ignorance keep pushing. Well, and fear. And fear. Uh, keep pushing recovery. And even though the person may be doing the freedom model, maybe reading it and be, coming to the awareness that they're their own solution, that the autonomous individual is the solution to their addiction. And um, once you bring the solution to addiction internally, once you realize, oh, I'm the answer, that I get to think my way out of this, um, there's really no need for uh, heavy support or meetings or rehabs and all of that apparatus kind of goes away. Well, because there's no need for somebody outside of you to direct you to control your life for you. And, and that re being, having been a person on the side of, I love someone who I know is a heavy substance user. I, you know, I've been on that side of things, you know, especially 
over the course of all this time, more than 30 years working with people, you get pretty close to some people you're working with. And there is a tendency when you become fearful for them, there is a tendency to want to exert control. And in an effort to save them from themselves, I think, I think that's the big draw towards recovery is the family feels, you know, utterly hopeless and powerless. And they see, you know, even a glimmer of hope there that, well, you know, my son did well for six months in NA. And so, so maybe he can do well again. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that is so true that the 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 idea that you need some sort of thing comes from the substance user a lot of the times will start to behave in a way like a wayward child. And so you build these relationships where where the parents retain the parental situation or the spouse whatever um long after it's due. You know, right. You got a 40 year old husband who's being treated like a, a kid. Yeah. But, like a, like a 14 year old. Right. But he places himself there. Right. In a lot of cases, you make the wrong moves. You crash the car, you get arrested, you lose your job and you're acting like an adolescent in your, right. in your kind of crazy, chaotic drinking and drugging. And then what does that do to the people around you that, forces them into a situation in a lot of cases where they feel forced to be a parent. And so you're the wayward child and they're the parent and, and it's this, and then you complain about it. If you're the drinker or the drugger. Oh yeah. Well, I see this a lot in the women that I've worked with over the years where, where they, they, they don't want, you know, they hide out in their drinking or their substance use and, you know, so they don't have to deal with their responsibilities and yeah. obligations. And then, then when they get called out on not dealing their, with their responsibilities and obligations, they get resentful. And then when other people take care of those responsibilities and obligations and start exerting some, some kind of parental type domination or control over them. They get super resentful. They dive deeper into the heavy substance use to hide out and play the victim, right? And play the self-pity game. And and it's this this cycle where everyone is pissed off. (laughs) Everyone is fearful and anxiety ridden. And and there's no solution there. And it's it it can get really wild. I've seen both husbands and wives. Yeah. When you go down this pattern, the the substance user actually acts like a teenager. They throw massive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw, they get arrested. They the people are calling the police. It turns they end up in the hospital. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Turns into arrests, hospital stays, and divorce papers, frankly. Yeah. Um, but so, so there's this whole pattern of behavior that, that exists with these situations. And so um, I just want to make an announcement that we're addressing that. We have a uh, Families Moving Past Addiction Masterclass that we're doing now. And I'm making this announcement. Yeah, it's free. Um, we can show families specifically how to get out of this neurotic lock they have with their children or a spouse with their loved one. Um, and uh, their significant other, uh, whatever the relationship might be. Sometimes it's just between friends. The point is families means a lot, 
lot of things. And, uh, and we teach people how to heal these relationships, how to figure out what your role actually is, how to manifest a better relationship, how to let go or where to exert, uh, maybe some, uh, not power, but maybe your voice. Well, yeah. How to be assertive. That's the word I couldn't think. Yeah. How to be assertive. We also show people, and this is all within an hour. Okay. We also explain to the families why addiction treatment hasn't worked. Yeah. Why it may have made the problem worse, which it often does. Yeah. Um, and we've sh- we we explain exactly what addiction is, and and it it isn't what they think. Yeah, it's not a compelled behavior. So families, a lot of the times get sucked into this. And this would be a good episode for them to watch, by the way. Um, they get sucked into this place where they feel like they have to have control because they assume that their loved one is out of control. Right. And and nobody is ever out of control unless they are unconscious. So, you know, literally passed out or overdose. So um, there's always a, uh, a volition. You know, people are making choices. And a lot of families don't know that because they're taught about this out of control disorder or disease that, that they think is present. And we go through the research and we show that loss of control is a myth with the research. We show families exactly how and why the person is doing what they do. It's not a mystery. It may seem like a mystery to families right now. As you're listening to this, you may say, I don't know, understand it. Well, I get that because the, the, the behavior is so counter to what you would think would be productive for that person. Right. Um, but the person uh, may disagree, <laughs> you know, behind the scenes. So, um, so anyway, uh, we have this, this new product, uh, Families Moving Past Addiction Masterclass. And I, I hope that you sign up. How, how often do we do them now? Um, we've been, we're doing them almost once a week. We, we are, we have, uh, we have had four scheduled for the month of June. We've already done one. By the time this comes out, we'll have done the second one in June. Yeah. And then we'll have two more at the end of June, one the 22nd and one the 29th. And those are both at noontime. I know we've had people request different times, but here's what you can do. You can enroll and watch it. If you can't do it because you're at work, um, you can enroll and then um, in, in about 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours, the replay will be up and you can watch it after, uh, it's been done. You just won't, won't get to see it live. Um, we are in the process though, of making one for the substance user. Yeah. We're going to do a masterclass for the substance user. Also we have in development right now and they're scheduled out about a month. Uh, one day workshops where people drive in or fly in yeah. and spend the entire day with us. With the two um, of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's awesome. I'm excited and, for it. I used to do these um, two day workshops for families and they were always full and well, well attended and um, fantastic. It was got one of the highlights of my career Yeah, um, was working with these families one-on-one and, um, and, and, uh, you know, working with substance users one-on-one, which is, which is fantastic because we're going to limit it so that it's just 
of like four families and we're going to make, we're going to have one starting in July for the substance user where four people can come in and spend, we can, the, well, the six of us will spend the day together and we will give you a intensive crash course on solving your addiction with the freedom model. Yeah. So, um, here, here's what's interesting. So people say to me, we, we call it the one day workshop, right? And people say to me, well, can you really get over an addiction in one day? And what's interesting is that all people eventually get over their addiction with one thought. Now, it may take a while for a person to get to the point to where they go, oh, I will be happier quitting. Okay. And and that process to get there in some cases may take 20 years. Right. But in other cases, if they're provided the information all in one place, the proper researched information where you eliminate confusion, where you eliminate distractions from the truth, where you eliminate recovery, where you eliminate the need for willpower, then if you, if you shorten that process of knowledge that may take somebody privately 10 years to figure out by a process of elimination, right? And go down all these treatment roads and all this God, mess and all this- in and out of meetings and therapists and medications and all of this. How many times do you have to do a goddamn fourth step? Right. I mean, seriously. Right. How, how many times do you have to dwell into your past? Yes. Right? Um, what if there was a way where I could show you and Michelle, where we could show you how to eliminate all that in one day. Yeah. And that's exactly, we're going to eliminate all that. Then we're going to show you how and why you are completely capable of moving past your addiction right now. Yeah. And can that happen in one day? Absolutely. Yeah. The only reason it hasn't happened so efficiently in modern times is because we have recovery, because we have diverted people from the truth that they are their own solution, that their mind is the operative force in the process. There is no other thing that's going to change a human being except decision making, because addiction is actually a preference. It's a repetitive preference for heavy intoxication. It is nothing more, nothing less. But we have a society that has diverted us from that truth in a massive, massive ad campaign and public service campaign um, that ke keeps you in recovery as a weak, diseased, broken person. And none of that is true. So, yeah, in the in these one day sessions, we're going to these workshops. It's I don't know how many hours of class it's going to be. It's probably going to be about six hours. It's going to be six hours of intensive instruction, but, but it'll be interactive throughout that six yep. hours yep. and You'll have then, assignments and things like that. Yep. But the, the other part of it is you're going to spend breakfast with us. So it starts very informally where we're all, eat, you know, having breakfast together. Mm -hmm. We're all going to have lunch together. Yep. And then after we're done with the presenting part about mid afternoon, we're going to meet one-on-one -on -one with people. So you know, with the, with the people that are there, you will, you know, break into these small meetings. Um, while the people are not in the meetings, they'll have reading materials, they'll have uh, worksheets to do. And, and we will really, really, it'll be like a, a coaching session 
Um, and, and if, you know, with that is if you're coming in as a substance user, you get a year of the online program with it. You'll get three co like private coaching sessions for within that month following it for free for, for, and, and what that is, I mean, it'll be included in the cost of coming mm -hmm. in for the workshop. Mm -hmm. yep. And, and so, you know, what that really is about is yes, you can learn everything you need to know in one day. You can, yeah. because we've done it with people before. Oh yeah. And, yeah. um, and then the rest of that, if there is a process to be had, it's you figuring out how can I be happier? That's right. And, and then the, the online program, because we, it's so comprehensive. You have to remember, you'll have the online program as part of that cost for, for a year. And you have to remember that there's, uh, a two hour live with Michelle and I every, every month. month. So you'll have 12 of those. You'll have, uh, you have the family online program as part of that. So the family is addressed. We have the deprogramming seminar series as part of that. So you'll have all these resources plus now over a hundred video tutorials that teaches the entire 470 page book. You'll have the books, you'll have the workbooks, plus you'll have the one day event. And only four people are allowed in each event. So it's super private, super intensive and, and, and affordable. Yeah. So, so you're going to have the entire solution and the support of education for an entire year for that cost. It's the one day addiction solution. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get away from this idea that you need a year of, of rehab and a therapeutic community to be taught that you're a sick person in need of meetings God. and you're weak and debilitated. If that's, if that that's should tell you anything, look at that nonsense. whole indoctrination process. The whole indoctrination process of recovery is to convince you that you're forever broken. And is, is job security for the $42 billion treatment industry to keep you trapped in it and to be paying constantly either through public funds, insurance, or private pay. And it's, it's a money-making machine. It's, it's truly sad. It, you know, it's very interesting to me um, that as it, it there is, there's the, as the treatment industry is growing and honestly, the pharmaceutical industry is growing That's because, you know, now. if you've yeah. got an ailment, we've got a pill for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, there is also another side that's growing and that is the coaching industry. And, and what I mean by that is that is people that are rejecting this idea that I'm permanently broken, I'm permanently sick, I need to be given medications, I need to be uh, coddled and stay in therapy the rest of my life. The coaching industry is all about, I'm an autonomous individual. Yeah. And, and I have this powerful, amazing mind and I should be able to solve just about any problem, that's right? right? And, and that's growing too, which is phenomenal. Um, Mark and I are always looking for, for different, you know, books that talk about being successful and being happier and, you know, that, that, you know, use your autonomous mind to build the life that you want. And they're everywhere. There's so many of them. Oh God. Yeah. What's the one you're reading? The one I'm reading right now is The Six Habits of Growth, and it's by Brendan Bouchard. Bouchard, I'm sorry if I'm doing saying his name wrong, but it's it's really it's actually very entertaining. And you know, it's funny because 
when I was in my 20s and 30s and I would get these books, all these people were older than me. And so I'd be like, oh, they have such wisdom. And now that I'm in my mid 50s, Brendan is probably 10 years younger than me. And so when I first started listening to it, I'm not going to lie, I was like, who is this young, who is this dude, right? <laughs> I like, because I get suggested these books from Audible. And so it was, I was looking and I was like, okay, I got to start a new book. And, um, and, and when I first started listening to him, he sounds even younger than he is, but then he starts talking about, you know, getting out of, you know, finishing his master's degree in like 2000. And I'm like, oh, come on. Right. (laughs) So, but he's brilliant and the book is, is really great. And it's all stuff you already know. Well, it's all stuff I knew because I, listen to these books and I read these books all the time. Um, but sometimes you need to keep hearing it and sometimes you need to hear a different perspective on it. Yeah. I like, I, I I'm listening to it as well. I'm almost through it. Um, and, uh, but I like, uh, philosophy. Yes. And so I, that's just the way I, my mind works. So I'm, I'm reading the daily stoic. Now the daily stoic is 365 daily lessons about, uh, Marcus Aurelius and, you know, all, all of them. Seneca, this is, this is them. how he comes up with things like uh, the positive drive principle yeah, because yeah. he reads that stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. And, um, but I'm not doing it daily. I'm going to get through it in a week. You know, I'm just listening to it uh, in chunks, big chunks when I go for my walks, but, it, but the Stoics is basically do what you can control. Yep. And your mind is the answer because you're given a mind to think and don't assume that you know everything. Right. And, uh, hmm. so, so it's, it's really interesting to constantly be reminded that you're here to learn and recovery. I'm going to, I'm going to bring this back to recovery. Recovery is one of those things that stifles the human mind. It's mm. designed to dumb you down. Yeah. To it's, keep you from, from critically thinking. That's right. It's designed to take your happiness and place it in an external mat drug or sponsor or counselor or meeting room or group therapy session or therapeutic community or halfway house. You know, you see, and none of that has anything to do with your mind and you as a thinking creature and the ability to simply make different choices. So they take you down the diversion of you're diseased and biologically hacked and genetically flawed and all of these things that aren't true. And then once you go down that path, well, you need all these external things to correct all these other diversions and it becomes a shit show. That's what it becomes. I lived in it. She lived in it. And it's a terrible place to be because it's filled with contradictions. You know, in your gut that something is drastically wrong with it, but you'll hang on to threads. You'll hang on to the threads of truth that they mix in with it to keep you, keep you hooked the carrot and the stick. And, um, and Gosh, keep paying, you know, and it occurred to me, that's what they do to families too. Oh yeah. I, in a, in yeah. a massive way Guilt. when, yeah. you know, when we've worked with, uh, you know, uh, so many families who, who put their children and their spouses and their siblings and their parents in multiple series of treatment programs and therapies. And each time this person, you know, goes back out, right relapses 
they they go back to the same, you know, maybe they built a good relationship with this person at the that at the treatment facility and the the person is very kind and understanding this well that relapse is part of recovery. Um so you know, he probably just needs a refresher. He probably just needs to come back for another month and to the tune of $30,000 or whatever it is. And then, you know, he wasn't going to his meetings. Um, and they, and they'll explain, and, and there's enough that sounds plausible yeah. that so that you, yeah. you keep buying in and you keep buying in instead of thinking, well, wait a minute, this clearly isn't working, but they don't tell you that, do they? No, they tell you, the individual wasn't working hard enough. They weren't ready. <laughs> they weren't ready. They, terrible. yeah, they, they were non-compliant with their treatment protocols. I mean, it's, it's never like, there's no other disease really where, where you're given a medication and if the medication doesn't work, the treatment, right? You're given a medication, medication doesn't work. They say, well, this individual this individual weren't ready. wasn't wasn't going to enough meetings. Yeah. Um you, you weren't ready. Yeah, but I took the chemotherapy and I have cancer. No, you weren't ready. It it failed because you did it something work wrong. That way. <coughs> Real diseases don't work that way. That's right. So so the thing about heavy substance use is, and the thing about addiction treatment is, is there's never, 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 never a loss of control. And so Everything beyond that, which Mark always says, everything downstream of that misinformation, that lie, isn't going to work. The problem with treatment and recovery propaganda is, and I've said this before, but you have to be, you have to listen. They mix enough actual self-evident truth about, I would say 30% of the lies that are told in the treatment industry there's truth. There's, there's a little, there's nuggets. Yeah. There's 30% of it <clears throat> is plausible it, where you say uh, the best example I can give the most elemental is the first step in recovery, right? The 12 step model is, you know, your, your life had become unmanageable. You're powerless over drugs and alcohol and your life had become unmanageable. And so nobody really believes they're powerless over substances at first glance. They say, because oh, everybody knows that they're choosing to drink and drug. Okay. Yep. So you have to be taught powerlessness and it's a hard sell. It's a hard sell to anybody, but it's not a hard sell in our society because what Bill Wilson did when he started the cult of treatment and recovery is he said, your life is unmanageable. Mm -hmm. And so people go, yeah, Ooh, maybe I am powerless. So what happens is he mixes a truth, a self-evident truth. Yeah. My life is kind of cascading into chaos and oh yeah, it is because I'm drinking. I must be powerless. Right. So that last leap, that last connection Huge to powerless is, is simply untrue. Nobody's powerless. But if you repeat that and then you hook it, you anchor it to some piece of self-evident truth, that is propaganda. Okay. Um, it's like the, the ethos of communism or whatever. They'll mix feel good stuff with tyranny. Right. And it's so people buy in the guise of doing we're, we're, we're trying to do what's best for you. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, nothing's changing. 
you become more confused, you feel worse, and you pay more. So you pay more, then you double down. Then they say, oh, you weren't ready. And you go, I, I guess so I then thought you go I was under, ready. What do you do? You go underground too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now you're, now you're, you're binging hardcore. Everybody's against you. The family's mystified. And so let's pull this back to the family. So the family watches this and doesn't know that when they promote treatment and recovery, they're promoting something that's going to fail a tremendous percentage of the time. They don't know that, or they're told that, and that's the standard by which their desperate plea is is taken care of so that they, the, they just make the standards so freaking low well and 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 relapse is part of recovery i mean that's craziness that that statement is craziness well here's what is even crazier about it is is the the the, the dichotomy of the idea that relapse is part of recovery yet everybody gets angry right because relapse is part of recovery but you weren't doing what you needed to do, which is why relapse happened. So it's your fault. Okay. So we're allowed to get angry at you for, for you having your symptoms of your disease because having the symptoms ends up being your fault, but not really because you're powerless. Do you see the confusion that everybody has? And so eventually, eventually everybody gets tired of the charade. And that, and, and a couple things happens. Families eventually break ties with that individual or the individual ends up deciding, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And so they just stop it. Now they may have gone to a treatment program. So they give treatment, the treatment program credit for them making a decision that I'm done with this. Um, when it, it, look at, if you went to treatment and you changed your life, it wasn't the treatment. You did it in spite of it. Number one, because you're clearly not acting powerless. Right. Um, and, and if the family, if you're somebody that's been in and out of treatment and you're, you're spinning around in that and your family has cut you off and they've decided they don't want to deal with this anymore, that's what we call a high cost of your choices that you're making. You, you are making the choice that it's worth that high cost every time you do it. Um, and so, so you know, they did the same thing. The family did the same thing in that case that the substance user does when they choose to, to stop and move on. The family decided whatever this is, we're, we're, we can't, we're not going to deal with it anymore. And so we're just going to stop and move on. And everybody has that right. Everybody eventually decides that they don't want to participate in the charade anymore because that's what it is. Yeah. Everybody's in a part of a play that has been masterminded by a recovery industry. And it all wraps back to you need the professional to fix you. Right. If you look at it, here's an easy way to test that. Eliminate anything that a professional has told you. Right. Or, or, and then, and then say, what am I left with? I'm left with a person. If you're the parent, I'm left with a son, let's say who likes to drink? Is that truthful and plausible? And the answer is yeah, because he's doing it. Right. Even if he's telling you he doesn't like it anymore. That's right. It's, it's self evident. I have a friend of mine. His name is Hal and Hal is my hunting mentor. And he's a really, really 
awesome well, he's person. A, yeah, he's a remarkable man. But what Hal has is a real skill of common sense. Hmm. And the there are very few people I've met in my life who have the sense of calm common sense. And he always says, I'm just a simple guy that looks at what's in front of me. And I thought about that. He's really not that simple a dude. He's really freaking smart. He's <laughs> been very successful in his life. And he's been very happy. And he's done exactly what he's wanted to do. And he doesn't get mixed up with bullshit. He can spot bullshit a mile away because it doesn't pass the common sense test. So this thing called addiction, throw that word out. And we teach parents this, and we're going to teach you this if you need the help. Throw that word right out. It doesn't mean anything. It's a lie. We are choosing our preferences carefully, and sometimes they become habitual, so they become less careful. We simply become habitually preferring heavy intoxication. That's what we do, and that's okay. But the good news is it can change. The last thing I want to say is everything that you think you know about addiction is probably wrong, right? And then one of the slides that we have in our one-day presentation is that's good news because obviously it hasn't been working because you're in our class. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to toss out all these preconceived ideas that you think you know about addiction, start from ground zero and say, do you like it? And we say to the parents, that would be to the substance user, we say to the parents, are these relationships working? Let's just look. Is it working? Are you satisfied? Are you happy with the relationship? Do you feel peaceful at home? Is your sphere of influence something that you want to live in right now? If not, let's make some changes. And it's not that difficult when you understand the truth. And the truth is that your substance using loved one is making choices. And once they know the truth, your responsibility to manipulate or coerce or run their life goes away. And that is a beautiful freedom. It is. Now, I want to just give a, a, a little bit of a nod to a, a different category of family problem. And because we, because I just realized, I remembered that we got an email this week about, uh, from a person whose spouse went into AA, spouse uh, decided they had a drinking problem, they decided to go to AA, and and this person feels like they're losing their spouse. Mm. Um yeah, and I know that there are people that listen to this podcast that are in this exact situation. Yep. That masterclass can help you as well. Yes. And and I I strongly recommend um and what I said to this person was the I would not go throw around if the person is feels like that AA is offering them support cuz in the early days when somebody is first going to AA, it does feel like to those of us that have been there it can feel like a respite in a storm and it can feel like these people understand me like nobody else does in my life. That's the allure of the cult. It is. That's exactly what it is. And, and, and so, so you want to kind of tread carefully almost the same way you would. Like when I talk to families about talking to their loved one about their heavy substance use, um, it, it's almost this, you know, I say, 
you know, keep emotion to a minimum. There doesn't need to be a lot of drama. When you talk to this person about their substance use, you can be kind and be concerned and, um, and, and really talk less about the substance use and more about other issues this person is exhibiting that, that can't be argued about. And I think the same can be said with respect to somebody that is all of a sudden an AA and now this is their thing. Maybe alcohol was their thing for a while and now AA is their thing. They're just trading one for the other. And, and what you can say, especially if this person is your spouse is, wow, it's exciting that you're not drinking anymore. You know, I would like us to work on our relationship, you know, and, and really invest, invest time, invest um, kindness and honesty and honesty in, in this relationship, give this person the benefit of doubt. Do not call AA a cult at this, at this <laughs> yeah. juncture. We can do that. We can I do don't that. advise you do that. I don't do that. <laughs> um, but maybe introduce them to this podcast, not the cult episodes, <laughs> um, but, but some of the other episodes and say, Hey, did you know um, that there are all these other ways that people solve their substance use problem that most people don't go to AA because that's true. That's true. Because right now this person may be thinking that's this the is only the only thing, thing I can do to solve my problem that's and right. instead say, Hey, there are all these other options that, that actually may allow us to spend more time together and work on our relationship as well. Yeah. So, so let me, let me clarify uh, for the audience, what, what we're offering. So you have a free one hour families moving past addiction masterclass. Uh, you can go onto our website, the freedom model.org uh, and find that just hit the tab that says for the family. Yep. We it's will in the drop down menu. It's the top. I think it's the top one family masterclass. Yep. And then upcoming in the next month or so, we will have the one day uh, drive-in or fly-in workshops, which are for families. for families and for the substance user. They're two different ones. So the substance user will go to the one for the substance user and uh, the family will go to the family one. Um, and uh, those are the, the intensive workshops. Those include the Freedom Model Online program and all, all the coaching and all those sorts of things. So all of that is going to be laid out in, in the website. It's actually there now, but we're changing some of the verbiage. So you'll notice that it'll be updating constantly. Yeah, so each time you go to the website, it's refresh, different. <laughs> refresh, or maybe dump, yeah. dump your history or your cookies so you can see the new stuff because we're working on it. Yeah, so there'll be edits and all kinds of stuff as we work on it because it's it's done live. Um, but yeah, there's look at there's no need for you to go down this treatment trap and recovery trap, you can get out of that system and we can show it to you in one day. We can, we can. Thank you everybody. Um, all of our great fans. If you like our podcast, give us a five-star rating. You can always um, email us if you want to hear about different topics at um, info at thefreedommodel.org or give us some feedback on our products. Or if you just want to set up a what we call a, a, a help call, you want to talk to us, um, you can call us. Our number is in the top left-hand corner. It's 888-424-2626 for those listening. Um, and uh, we hope everybody's having a great summer. All right, everybody, take care. Bye. Or winter, if you're in Australia, we have a lot of people in Australia that listen yeah, we to this do. podcast. Hi, Australia. <laughs> All right, everybody, Bye. take care. 
Are you struggling with a drug or alcohol problem, but you don't want to go to rehab or group meetings? That's why we created the non-12-step Freedom Model Coaching Program in 2011. Through video conferencing on Zoom or Skype, you can work privately with a certified Freedom Model Coach from your home or office on your schedule. And here's the best part. With the Freedom Model, you'll never be labeled an addict or an alcoholic, and we won't tell you to go to 12-step meetings or hamper your life with endless recovery rituals. Instead, you can learn exactly why addiction isn't a disease and how you can solve the problem for good and move on with your life. Do you want to be completely free from your addiction? Do you want to never have to attend meetings, rehabs, or addiction counseling ever again? And do you want to solve your problem from the comfort of home? Then call us at 888-424-2626 to talk with a Freedom Model coach today and experience the Freedom Model difference.